Happy Wednesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked. Wildcats, we've got a lot to get to this show. We are going to talk some Arizona football. Again, good news that came out of that game. We're going to talk a little bit of Arizona hoops as well. Uh, exhibition, been to some practices, can give you a little bit of info on what's going on. Going to talk a little bit of Arizona women's basketball as well. But let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. Our Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk first a little bit of Arizona football. We're going to hopscotch all across here because there's all kinds of stuff that we're going to talk about here. But the first thing that I think we want to get to is what exactly is, you know, what exactly going forward is should Arizona football fans expect from this product, from this roster? And first, I think it's important to state where we were, where we've been. Keep in mind, when Jed Fish took over, this was a program that had lost. Uh, let's see here. Well, was in the midst of a twelve. Was in the midst of a twenty-game losing streak. Jed Fish only got them when they lost twelve. And Arizona was equally bad on both sides of the ball. I mean, there again, there's really no other way around it. Arizona was absolutely terrible, and on a multitude of different fronts. Um, uh, one thing about it, um, one thing about it that I think is fascinating in, uh, is the quarterback spot. Jed Fish takes over, and Jed Fish takes over, and he's got an op- he's got a reputation for being somewhat of an offensive guru. But the one thing that he does have, or you know, that he came in, and a lot of people are saying, "Well, this guy can't really coach. This guy doesn't know exactly uh, what he's doing." Well, you're also finding out that when a coach has good players that you can generally end up working. Uh, You can generally, uh, you know, if they know what they're doing, you can generally end up working with that. Now, one thing about it is they didn't have any quarterback. So what did Jed Fish do? He went out and he got Jaden Delora. Jaden Delora has been absolutely fantastic for Arizona um, from running to extending plays. Um from running, extending plays, to getting guys open downfield. A lot of different stuff has gone on with uh, Delora. That just the other pre- the other previous quarterbacks, they just weren't capable of doing. I mean, I'm, I don't mean to, you know, cast any aspersions or anything like that, but those other quarterbacks just weren't uh, capable of doing it. Um, now, with, uh, with this squad, though, I think the one thing, though, that people, People need to keep an eye on though is what are they going to do with the offensive line this summer? Um, because mind this offensive line is there's uh there's gonna be some issues here because again, you're there's a good chance that you're gonna lose uh it's a good chance you're gonna lose Jordan Morgan. If you lose Jordan Morgan, you gotta be able to figure that one out as well. Now, I think the one thing about it is that uh with Arizona. It is interesting because you got obviously you lose Jordan Morgan. You're probably going to lose Peyton Fears. Peyton Fears to me though, you lose him is addition by subtraction. He's been around forever. 
Um, he's been around forever, and he's kind of there. Again, not bad, not good. He's just kind of there. Um, I would expect Jed Fish to be able to uh, – uh, I would expect Jed Fish to be able to hop in there and to be able to get somebody that probably can't surpass what Jordan Morgan is, but can probably surpass what Peyton Fears is. Now, if you do, uh, if you do uh, watch this squad or on the offensive line, there should be some real internal improvement as well. Jonas Savanea is the first one you look at. Jonas Savanea, it would not surprise me at all if he is a first-team all-conference guy at the guard position, but you're going to have to work out some of these different spots. Maybe some internal improvement, maybe a Longy, a Boron, or a Borjan, a, uh, you know, maybe a Grayson Stovall gets into the mix. A lot of different options right there. But – you know, first and foremost, though, you've got a squad that uh, at least looks capable of being able to put some points on the board and put a lot of points on the board because the wide receiver unit of T-Mac, of Dorian Singer, of, again, Tanner McLaughlin, of um, Kevin Green, of A.J. Jones, Anthony Simpson. I can just keep going on and on and on down the list. There's a lot of different options right there for the Cats. Now, one thing that uh, one thing that's going to be fascinating about this squad is the defensive side of the ball, and we've talked about that. With the defensive side, there's obviously some issues that need to be addressed, and there's a lot of issues that need to be addressed, especially first and foremost, a guy like a Hunter Eccles. Um, how are you going to replace Hunter Eccles? Because he is, again, he hasn't been great, but he has been Arizona's best D lineman, and quite frankly, he's been a player that um, I don't want to say has been a game changer for Arizona, but I think it's more than safe to say that he is uh, that he's been a player that you don't see around here a ton, mainly because of the impacts that he's been able to make. Three and a half sacks, six and a half tackles for loss. He'll probably finish with about seven sacks, 10, 11 tackles for loss, something like that. He's been very good. You know, love Jalen Harris is a, uh, a great kid. Um, just never really was able to uh, was just never able to really um, put it together. Um, you know, and some players are you know some players just like aren't like that. Like his pops was an all time great here. You know, Jalen's a great great kid. Wish him nothing but the best, but you know, just didn't quite ever work out here. So we'll, uh, you know, again, wish him the best. So, but on the D line, you're going to have to find some players. I think you're hoping that Keon Bars can come back, and the Keon Bars can be, uh, um, you're uh, the Keon Bars can be that guy. But I don't see that. Uh, I don't see that one happening though. Um, Main or I no, I do see that one happening. I think there's a legitimate chance that he can be that guy. Um, because again, we saw what he did last year, he's taken a step back this year. I think people, the coaching staff's got to find out what he can do and really just kind of put him on that path right there. If you can put him on that path right there, then I think things work out for you. Now, uh, lining up next to him, Paris Shand, what are they going to do? Uh, what are they going to do with him? We'll find out, but um, again, talented guy. But I think with uh, Tia Savea and other players like that, it'll be fascinating to see what happens. At the linebacker spot, between uh, Jacob Manu, uh, Manu, fantastic. He is a, a big-time player. Um, 
He's going to be set there for the foreseeable future. Who lines up next to him? Is it Sterling Lane? It's going to be up to the coaching staff to be able to find that one out. But again, with the linebacker spot, they got some flexibility. I love the secondary. Honestly, I think that the secondary's got a lot of different things to get to. I think the secondary can be a um, uh, I think the secondary can be a player or be a, a group of guys who honestly, um, you watch them and I think that they can be a again, they can be a player or they can be a group of guys that are able to get to that next level. Um, between Christian Roland Wallace, if he returns, again, I don't know that he's going to return, but if he returns, I think that he's a player that could be an All-American type. He's got that type of ability. You look at Ephesians Prysock, Dicario Davis. Those are all guys to really keep an eye on because they're all good. And obviously that's a good, uh, a good situation right there. Now, uh, at the safety spot, You've got some other options there. You got DJ Warnell, who's shown a little bit. You've also got a um, you've also got a Jackson Turner. Who knows? Maybe Gunner Maldonado's back. Not a big fan of Gunner, but you know, um, the coaching staff obviously thinks that he can play a little bit. But this is a team that if they can address the defensive side of the uh, ball, they're going to be pretty good next year. And I think there's going to be a lot of wins to be had. Um, I think with uh, this Arizona squad as well. Uh, you look at it and you think to yourself that, all right, um, what are realistic expectations? And I think that those realistic expectations could be six or seven wins next year, which would be a massive jump up from uh, where Arizona's been. Now, a couple different things. Let's talk first about, uh, we got a couple different things. We got a, let's talk a little bit of the recruiting angle right here. When And again, that goes to LinkedIn. All right. Now, first, uh, this segment is brought to you by LinkedIn. Okay. Now, the one thing about uh, um, Jed Fish is that he's shown that he can recruit at a high level. You look at all the positions we just broke down, lots of good players right there. Who does he have coming in next year? You got a Braden Dorman who's highlighting the class. Braden Dorman is a player who – Braden Dorman's a player who can um, – He's going to come in as a four-star type kid or a four-star kid, big arm, probably going to be red-shirted because you should have Jaden Delora back. You should have Noah Fafita in there as well, making some uh, making some headway. But Braden Dorman is going to be a big part of what Arizona wants to do in the future. He looks different than the other QBs on the roster, and that's not a bad thing whatsoever. He brings in a unique presence. Now, there's going to be some other guys that are going to be hopping in here I would imagine Arizona is going to commit, going to get a commitment from uh, Trey Spivey. Now, Trey Spivey is the player that uh, Trey Spivey is the guy who um, he's a big receiver out of the Chandler area. Again, this isn't done yet, but you would imagine that they're going to have a chance um, uh, you're, that they're going to have a chance right there to get him because uh, about one thing about him is that again he's from a school that Arizona is prioritizing. They're trying to get these kids. And uh, he is a uh, he's a player that uh, he's a player that, you know, I think would fit in well with what Arizona is trying to do. Um, now, one thing about uh, uh, Fish that he has said from day one is that he wants guys that are big. He wants guys that can, you know, make moves that can make plays out there. And he's that guy. Um, 
So where does he fit in on the receiving core? Who knows? But Jed Fish has shown that he knows exactly what uh, um, he knows exactly what uh, uh, to do here. Now, um, defensive side of the ball, who are you going to get? Who could be that guy? And that's where it's going to have to hit the transfer portal. Um, with the transfer portal, you got to get some guys. Again, you don't need great players. You just need players that are capable of being solid right there. Um, and that's going to be on, that's going to be on, that's going to be on him. That's going to be on Jed Fish. But I got full faith in Jed Fish right there to be able to do that. Um, with the, uh, with the second or with the, uh, pass rushing situation though, a lot of it's going to be from recruits that he got last year. Deuce Davis is going to be one of those guys. Deuce Davis led the state in sacks last year. One thing you got to remember about him is he's a little bit undersized right now. He's not the biggest dude in the world, but he's also going to be a, he's also going to be a player that is, uh, going to be able to, I think, um, he's going to be able to do some stuff out there. What I, I'm fascinated by is the weight gain that he's going to put up, be able to put up there. Um, and if he can do that, I think you're looking at a guy that's got some all conference type ability right there. He is a next level type player. Love Deuce Davis. Now, um, where then, uh, you're thinking, thinking to yourself, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is everybody uses LinkedIn. You need to check it out because, quite frankly, everybody's gotten a job from LinkedIn. And if you haven't gotten a job from LinkedIn, you know somebody that's gotten a job from LinkedIn. It's that simple. It's that easy. Now, here's what you do. Get the applicants you need for free. Um, post your jobs for free. LinkedIn.com slash college. Let them know. Uh, let them know who sent you there. Let them know what uh, the deal is. But again, LinkedIn is where everybody gets their stuff. And honestly, I don't think that anybody should be surprised that LinkedIn is the most uh, successful place to hire, get jobs, everything out there. LinkedIn, check it out. We will be right back with you then. We're going to get to a little bit of, uh, we're going to get to some special moments in Arizona basketball history with their first game coming here. But as always, keep it locked on Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. My name's uh, obviously I'm Mike Luke. Now, um, with uh, when it comes to this era, when it comes to this Arizona basketball team, again, saw their first exhibition yesterday against Oregon. Saw some practices. Here's what I can tell you. And that, uh, and by the way, this segment right here is brought to you by the Bet, Bet Online. Bet Online bringing you again. The best moment, some of the best moments here in Arizona history. Um, one of the moments that uh, bet, or one of the moments in Arizona history that I think it's impossible to forget is the uh, moment where Arizona ended up winning the national title, 1997, 25 years ago today. But uh, with Bet Online, the best place to get everything that you really want. Um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to a sports book, it's easy to navigate. Everything you want, they have it. Now, if I were a person, I would probably bet a little bit of bet online cash here on Arizona finishing higher than people uh, um, than people think. Now, 
Uh, I think with uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to this squad, it should be interesting because again, um, you do lose a ton of you do lose a ton of talent. There's no doubt about it. But the one thing though that uh, is um, that is fascinating um, is where do all these uh, where do all these pieces fit and the quiet confidence that is Tommy Lloyd. Tommy Lloyd, everything Tommy Lloyd has said, we affectionately call him the Tommy Gun, has turned out to be true. Um, he's good at uh, picking who his teams are. He's good at predicting players. This year, though, all eyes are going to be on Pella Larson. Um, Pella Larson is going to have to be a big part of uh, a big part of what Arizona does. Now, if he can be that, if he can be that. I think that you're uh, you're looking at a guy who can be uh, um, that can be uh, a next level type guy for you. Uh, if he can be a turn into an NBA type player, that also is a big, big tip of the cap to Tommy Lloyd and his uh, his entire squad right there. Um, where he needs to be able to get some guys, where he needs to be able to find some guys though that can create off the bounce. I get that it's a different type of offense, and I totally appreciate that point. But he's also got to get some guys that Ben Matherin at the end of a game could make a play. Who's going to be that guy right there? Um, who? Uh, let's and I, I don't know who that guy's going to be, but you can tell that he thinks that it could be Pella Larson. And if it could be Pella Larson, then that would be obviously a very, very good thing. Um, but. Who else could it be? There's a, uh, um, there's a, uh, let's see here. So we're going to take a quick break. And again, this segment was brought to you by Bet Online Sportsbook. Check it out. The Bet Online Sportsbook is, again, the easiest place to get all your stuff. We will be right back with you, and we're going to get preview what's going to be coming up tomorrow here on the Locked on Wildcats podcast. Thanks for keeping it Locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, um, what's going to be coming up? We're going to be doing a, a, cro- a Locked on Crossover coming up here. Um, where, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be talking some Utah Ute, Arizona football. This is, uh, uh, this is a massive, uh, this is a massive opportunity here for Arizona. Um, but how can Arizona, can Arizona win this game and our, uh, um, That's good. It's going to be interesting. I don't think that Arizona has much of a chance. I'm looking at my show notes right here. Um, I just don't see how they match up. But uh, I guess there's a chance. Now, where can uh, where can Arizona maybe make those plays? That's to be determined. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where that's going to be. But Arizona's going to have to score a lot because. Uh, um, Utah is going to be running the ball right down their throat. And uh, I don't know that there's uh, there's anything that Arizona can do about that. 
So we'll find out. But again, we're also going to pick the brain of Utah Ute Insider. So that will be coming up uh, as well. But as always, you have a great rest of your day. And thanks for listening to Locked on Wildcats.